Hi there, come on in. This is Seriously Yourself, the podcast, and I'm Ingrid Hollander. Hi there, come on in. How are you? Hey, I have a question for you today for our episode. The question is, do you think of yourself as wise? Yeah, really think about it. Do you think of yourself as wise? Now, I know a few of you, and I can hear you saying, well, I'm a wise acre, or I'm a wise guy, or I'm a wise cracker. (laughs) Funny. But take a minute, really. Do you think of yourself as a wise being? That's our topic this month in our Seriously Yourself community. And it's really wonderful to start looking at what we know about wisdom and how we share wisdom, what messages we've taken in about wisdom or being wise, what burdens there are around considering oneself as a wise being. I know a lot of people who would instantly say, no way, (laughs) no, no. And I also know quite a number of people who would pretty quickly own, yeah, I feel, I feel wise. I do feel wise. I wonder about you. Today, let's look at it. So wisdom is often confused with related words like intelligence, knowledge, or understanding, right? Really, the simplest way that I've learned to differentiate them from each other is that wisdom is the big picture, right? Wisdom is the whole. Information you need, right? But it's not the whole. You use information if you are wise, right? You can use it. You can make sense out of it. Knowledge is just the information, okay? And understanding it is just the ability to take it in. Does that all make sense? I think lots of times we confuse being intelligent with being wise, and and they are not at all necessarily synonymous. You know, people talk about common sense and book knowledge. (laughs) You know, that person has lots of book knowledge, but no common sense. I think that's sort of stepping a toe into this idea a little bit. Like, yeah, you can, you can know a lot and not really be expressing or living within wisdom. Wisdom is really the making sense of and using the knowledge and the understanding. And I think the word making sense there is super important because if you can make sense of something, it's kind of you can sense it. (laughs) And sensing comes from using your senses, right? It's more of a body thing. If you say I make sense with my mind, that's kind of just I think about it, right? Or I can rationalize it, or I can take it in. I can understand it, right? It's in my language. It's in terms that I get. But that doesn't mean that it makes 
sense for you in a way that will be transmitted as wisdom. Make sense? (laughs) Does it? Yeah. So think about someone right now who maybe you consider to be a source of wisdom for you or who you believe to be wise. Maybe it was a grandparent or a parent, or maybe there's an author or a leader or a spiritual teacher of some kind that you really consider to be an elder for you, right? Um, And I don't mean just someone who's older, but someone who carries wisdom. I I was uh, I was asked when I was like forty five to be I don't even think I was forty five yet to be an elder in a church community I was in at the time and I was a little offended <laughs> and another part part of me was very flattered it was a very wonderful offer but I was like are you saying I'm old how old am I, I feel silly about that <laughs> so don't get hung up <laughs> on that stuff it's not about that. It's really more about making sense, being in your senses around what you know. So do you have someone? Maybe maybe Gandhi is wise for you, or, you know, Christ or Buddha, or, you know, your fifth grade teacher, <laughs> your Grandpa John. I don't know. And then try to imagine what it is about them that you found wise. Maybe they had a gentle way of showing you things about life, right? Pointing out where you might trip and fall along the way, or where you might find nourishment. There are so many ways to transmit wisdom, right? It's something that we are, I think as humans, it keeps us surviving. Just like the animal world Right? Animals really know and transmit to one another what is safe and what is not safe to eat. Now, that's kind of a wisdom, isn't it? In some ways, maybe people are less wise. We get so hooked on our ideas that we don't allow them to settle into our bodies so that we can sense them, believe what is in our bodies. Does that make sense? So I take this from, uh, what's writing? I, I apologize, I don't remember the author, but um, they were talking about you can know and have the information and even understand that, say, cigarette smoking is really bad for you. But until you sense it in your body somehow, if you want to smoke, you'll smoke, right? So not to smoke, we might say, well, that's a wise choice. Yeah, Never to have started, maybe, was a wise choice. But that comes from something. So, how are you wise? You know, we like to shy away from that question. It's kind of embarrassing, right? <laughs> like, what kind of an egomaniac would say that they were wise, you know? And in fact, even Socrates himself who certainly many considered to be very wise, said the only true wisdom is in knowing you know nothing. (laughs) And I think that's 
very wise, that keeps the mind open, it keeps the mind curious. And I do think, again, it does point to the body. Because no, you know nothing, right? But the body senses, right? I could know it's safe to walk around my building generally. But I'm telling you, if it's dark out and I started to walk and I got a sensation in the body of danger, I best listen, right? Maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's a bear. I don't know. (laughs) So here's the thing. You know, talking about it on this podcast, on Seriously Yourself, I think you have wisdom. I think you are wise. You know, we're all only human, and we're certainly all subject to all kinds of questionable information, all kinds of questionable knowledge. But you still, I believe, have the capacity to stay curious, as Socrates says, unknowing and make sense. And I think in that way, that kind of wisdom belongs so, so particularly to you, your own take on things, how it's felt for you, what you've gleaned from your own life experience, what you have to teach others. You know? It's so important. It has nothing to do with your SAT score or your rank in your high school or what college you went to. I don't believe that. I think some of the wisest things I've heard are from little children. Some of them intentional, some of them accidental, and some of them just like profound, right? Little kids say the most amazing things, amazing things. They notice and they feel, and that tends to come out in their words. I always love, and I've probably told you before about my nephew Otto, who's now a teenager, but back when he was like two, instead of using, I don't know, he would say, I can't know. You'd ask him about something and he'd say, I can't know. And I think that's a bit of wisdom. He couldn't know. (laughs) He didn't have it in there to be able to know the answer. Yeah, little Socrates we had there. We didn't even know it. So you don't have to know everything to be wise. And you don't have to be old to be wise. And you don't have to be narcissistic or egotistical to be wise. You just have to feel into that body, use your senses, combined with what you have experienced and what you've taken in. And with curiosity and patience and care, express that when the time is right, right? Or just live in it and people will witness your wisdom, I think. I really want to encourage you to do that because I don't have your wisdom, you know? And if you make it uniquely your own, if you don't just quote what you heard on this program or the news or even in that book, but you feel into it and kind of, 
You know, mix it around in there with what you've lived through and keep an open mind and heart and notice what is important. I think your wisdom's going to show through and I think the world needs you. Yeah. So, how are you wise? Where is your wisdom today? What does it tell you to do or be? Take good care of you. Stay in touch with yourself and me too. Hey, and if you enjoyed this episode, please, please drop me a little review where you're listening. It is most appreciated. And if you're thinking of even more goodness, please look into the Seriously Yourself membership. We are going to be opening up for more members this fall, and I would love to have you there. Take good care of yourself. Don't be a wise guy. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Seriously Yourself. To help treat yourself well each week, go ahead and subscribe to Seriously Yourself wherever you listen to podcasts. And please share this link with anyone you love who might be seeking a little more truth and delight in their lives. If you just can't get enough and you'd like even more goodness, you can become a part of Seriously Yourself, the membership community. You'll receive a monthly magazine, personal gatherings, and cool little treats delivered right to your mailbox. Find out more about that on my website, IngridYHillanderLMFT.com. And thanks to those who make Seriously Yourself special. Our wonderful music is Midsummer from the album Flood by the fabulous Joel Hillander. Seriously Yourself is produced by Particulate Media, K.O. Myers Executive Producer. The ideas and inspirations come from beautiful humans like you that I feel lucky to know. And I'm Ingrid Hillander. Take good care of yourself. See you next time.